This is Open Ears, a podcast by Crash Ensemble, where a member of the ensemble introduces Crash's music to a new listener. On this episode, bass player Maliki Robinson chats to Mark Doherty and listens to Music for Donkeys Who Like Music by Andrew Hamilton. Hello there, my name is Maliki Robinson. I'm the double bass player with the Crash Ensemble and as you'll hear also the bass guitarist because that comes up in the piece we're going to listen to and the piece that I'm going to inflict on my guest today who is writer and author and actor and in fact librettist Mark Doherty. I say librettist because when we met it was on a, a project where I was setting your words to music, right? Yeah, it was um, to celebrate 200 years of John Leary. We were working together. So um, you're not a musician though, Mark, or are you? No, I'm not. No, um, no. My father is a musician. So I grew up in a, a, in a house full of music. Um, I did give it a go if, if, when I was younger. I played guitar a little bit. And, um, and then I got a present of a clarinet, but too late. I was about 20. and um, It was half past 11 at night. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave that a go for a while, but I could never get to any level that was uh, acceptable to my own ears even. So I want to play a piece of music um, which was recorded by the Crash Ensemble. This is being sprung on you. That's the game we're playing. In fact, I haven't listened to myself for a couple of years, although I was involved in the recording of it mm. and performing it betimes. So we're going to listen to Andrew Hamilton's piece, which is called Music for Donkeys Who Like Music, a typical Hamiltonian <laughs> title for a Hamiltonian piece. It was part of a, a series that we recorded called Crashlands. Prior to all the pandemic stuff, when the world stopped, we did a tour all around Ireland visiting islands and lighthouses and showing up in places that just seemed interesting and doing concerts there. Mm. We got up at four in the morning one day to go and be playing when the sun rose in a holy well in Clonmel. Oh, yeah, wow. it was brilliant. Yeah. So we'll give it a listen. <laughs> Thank you. 
So we've just listened to the first few minutes of of the piece. Have you any uh, any thoughts on it? Does it? Well, I'm quite enjoying it. Um, I'm enjoying the kind of sustained notes and the quali- quality of the notes. I'm trying to decipher the instruments. And then there were moments I thought it was kind of slightly dark or sinister, but then there's always the birdies going on in the background that keep it lighter. It could be kind of soundtracky music to some kind of children's thing, maybe. It's slightly sinister, but not threatening. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that, that figure is all right. Yeah. I, know the, I know the piece um, from the inside. I have listened to it perhaps only once from the outside, but I've, I know it as a player. Um, and of course, I know Andrew Hamilton himself. It's very hard when you know a composer well, and especially if they're a character, as it were, it's hard to separate the music from them. So mm. it's very interesting to hear your reflections on it. I think all of that sounds about right, you know. I mean, not that there's a wrong, but it, it, it adds up all right. The Birds and Things, of course, remind me of the way it was performed on the tour, because we were very often surrounded by wildlife cows in one sense. The cows started dancing and running around in one of the concerts. Mm. <laughs> but uh, this is um, added. Obviously, it's studio recording. The birds are added. But it brings me back to the tour, all right. Um, was that you playing long, long lower notes on the bass? Yes. Yeah. The, the, the electric bass is an electric bass part. And uh, electric bass has much more sustain, of course, than a double bass, which is an acoustic thing. So the notes go on longer, all right. Mm. We haven't yet got to the bit where it starts to get a bit busier, but do you feel that this is a, a preamble of sorts? Yeah, I feel there's some kind yeah, of build. Yeah. build the, you can hear there's, there's things creeping in already. There's little skippity bits that mm. come in now and again. Little I don't know, because I know the piece. I don't know how you're feeling. But yeah, I, no, I, I heard little Im- impressions of something impressionistic. Yeah, yeah. Flourishes. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be hearing more of them. Uh, should, we, should we go on and listen yeah. a bit more? Please. <laughs>
that's where it ends. Whew, wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Nobody expects well, uh, a Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, uh, I like that. Yeah, I, I didn't expect it to go there at all. But I, I liked it, yeah. It was, uh, there's a kind of a playfulness to it. But again, with something, you couldn't quite relax with it. There was something gnawing away while, while it was quite playful. And then there were other... It kind of changed in character as well, didn't it? With the was it kind of marimbi, um, kind of African sound? There's a steel drum. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives it that Caribbean flavor. Caribbean. But oh, yeah. I think that's perfect. The idea of it being a, kind of like a fairy tale, music for a fairy tale, where even the bits that are joyous, as yeah, you, as you say, you don't trust them. You don't, don't quite trust, trust them. them yeah. No, no. Music for donkeys who like music. Yeah, Andrew has a number of pieces titled Things Like This. And one of them was Music for People Who Like Art, which kind of makes a bit more sense. But the Music for Donkeys Who Like Music is a sort of a reference to that former title. At least that's the way I understand it. Mm -hmm. Maybe another reason that I like it is because I'm quite... Uh, the, the music that I listen to a lot is... I listen to a lot of American music kind of like Great American Songbook and kind of into bebop and some of, some of the great um, kind of European songwriters who went to America in the early 20th century. But it, it tends to be quite neat and structured and orderly and beautiful and clever. But you have a fair idea roughly where it's going. So it's, I, I enjoy listening to pieces like that where I really have no idea what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so I'm you're, you're, you're taking on a bit of a trip. I like that. It's fun, I have to say, from, from a player's perspective, Crash Ensemble has been a great... I've been playing with Crash Ensemble now for 25 years, but um, it's a great adventure. And it was from the start, and that was why I'm there. It's why, why I signed up in the first place. And the thing that brings me back, and all of us the same, is that it's an adventure. And when you meet a new piece of music, and so much of what we play, as in this case, was music that was written for us for this occasion, you don't know what it's going to be. Mm. And even after you've practiced your bit at home, you know, before you go into the rehearsal, mm. you still don't know what it's going to be. And everyone starts playing together. It starts to emerge. Oh, that's what this is. Mm. And, and maybe it's like something else you've encountered. Or maybe it's like nothing you've encountered. And that adventure is a huge uh, reward and will often stretch your technique as well as mm. your perception. Mm. Well, that's um, keep it going. I mean, that's 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 art, isn't it? Um, committing to something and to a, and collaborating on something that and put, having your having faith in a piece or the people around you that it will become what it's going to become without you um, necessarily seeing the finished product at the beginning you know yeah. that's pretty interesting isn't it? and just as a matter of interest it cr crossed my mind to ask you having listened to that is there anything from that that you could compare to something in your own discipline which is obviously primarily the, the written word is there anything in that piece of music that you might see reflected or imagine reflected or even imagine yourself using. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I'm working on something at the moment, which is an um, adaptation of a book for children that my brother David O'Doherty wrote uh, called The Summer I Robbed a Bank. And it's for it's set in Ackle and it's probably for eight, eight to ten year olds. But I've been thinking about some kind of a soundscape to accompany that. Uh, and I was thinking of something, maybe some kind of rhythmical thing with farm, with animals and seagulls and sheep, there's sheep all over Ackle. It's great to be invited here today to sit down and be forced to listen to something that might not be my bag or I certainly wouldn't have come across. And then it might just spark off something. Yeah, We'll get you a copy of the of the of the album. 
Then, right. then yeah. you, you have to write back and give us a detailed rundown on all the pieces, all 21 of them or whatever. <laughs> well, I will do that. If you commission me to write some words for the Crash Ensemble and we'll do them together. All right. Brilliant. Okay. Excellent Great. idea. Great. Yeah. All right, Mark. Well, look, thank you for coming in and uh, with your unbelievably beautiful radio voice <laughs> and uh, having a chat and having a listen. Thanks a million. Thanks. Andrew Hamilton's Music for Donkeys Who Like Music is available on Crash Records. The title music is taken from Achel by Ed Bennett. Visit CrashEnsemble.com for information. Thanks for listening.